Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The chance of a lifetime for Luis Gonzalez. 2-2, bottom of the ninth. Game seven of the World Series. Bases loaded. That's weird. What is weird? Here's go. There it is. D-backs, the world champs. Brady's golf buddy, Jay Bell, scoring the winning run. There's the Tory of old. Joe Tory, Tory of new. Tory Lovello. Your D-backs are in it, man. You believe it? I barely know. Is this Schulte's call? I don't think I've ever heard this. There we go. Greg Schulte pill. There's a ball. The throat's out there. I don't think I'll do it after this or not. It, it'll, it'll recycle here. Oh, I thought it went to, to the Schulte call. One. Gonzalez digs into the plate. And a little pooper. Sounds like it's from 1912. All right, see? Don't forget your brama. Oh, your tummy's going to ache in the morning. Uh, yeah, so we're playing all the songs from 2001 this morning. Rage covering uh, Cypress Hill. Hockey just kill him. Both are cool. Britt, I'm with you. I agree that the Cypress Hill version is very yeah. cool. That was, that's pretty neat baseline, though. Uh, and all these, uh, it's just ridiculous. This is the most unexpected gift that a city could get. And knocking out Phillies kind of makes it all better. Uh, you can go to our Homebrook's Morning Sickness Facebook page and start to see all of the items as I slowly dismantle my Cubs shrines. That's up for grabs right now. People are really divided on the Harry Carey. You can't get rid of that. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, that's a tough one. And it's so ugly. I'll tell you this, though. When I got it, there was nowhere to put it in my house. Like, it's so clunky. It is big. And, uh, it is big. So it was in my garage for a long time. And then I brought it here, put it in my office, and everybody walks by and says, what's that? Because it isn't, like, the best art in the world. But it is. It's clearly Harry and Steve. Oh, it's, it's available. We'll set prices later, and we'll raise some money for a good cause. And I abandoned my cubbies for my new we'll life. Still that uh, wall space with a Diamondback frame. Some sort of jersey. Memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, Brady's going to have a whole garage of my old stuff. I'm gonna beer can John stuff. Beer I'm can single stuff. white female. He's going to bring his beer cans in now. Ronnie's thrilled about <laughs> yeah, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you should do make a Brady, it's a very big deal right now to make proclamations on your life. Uh, Mad Dog Russo, Holmberg, we both have done this. Brady, I look at you and I say, if the Diamondbacks win the World Series, mark it down, Toledo, get the audio. Uh, October 25th, 2023, Brady at 8.51. If the Diamondbacks win the World Series, Brady will sell all of his beer cans and finally make his wife happy. Now, I'm not talking about in the bedroom. That's never going to occur. Why? He's still Brady. I will finally make her happy in the bedroom. That's right. The only thing he would have to do is sell his soul (laughs) to Satan and become another man for at least a week. Kind of like uh, Heaven Can Wait. He becomes a strapping young quarterback for the Rams for at least a week. Gives his wife all she's good for. But no, all he can promise now is to get rid of all those stupid cans. 
I still have yet to back up my promise, unlike Humberg. Now he's backing out. He's backing out, is he? Uh, you're talking about me. Yes. <laughs> I got lost in the meta. <laughs> I forgot who I was for a second there. I was kind you're of been, off, backed out. Person. Kind of been Homburg Russo purgatory. Sort of an odd backwards. Chris Russo agrees. Oh, Stern says he has to do a show. In, I have to do a show in bikini now instead of retire. Why would Howard Stern, of all people, be involved just in just an attention whore. Russo deemed it a throwaway line. It was a throwaway line that I will not back up with anything. I, I a throwaway line. Well, but all of your lines are throwaways. Everything I do now is a throwaway. Let me tell you something, Robin. This guy's got to get that off his chest and get to retire right now. If you don't retire, you put, you, you got to wear a bikini. I tell you, these guys on radio, they, they don't know what they're doing. I tell you right now, Howard Stern, I will wear a bikini on the radio, which means nothing. It's like wearing one in a dark room. I think if you just wear it out one time, then you got it, you'll be fine. I agree, Howard. Thanks, Robin. You drive me crazy. And Stern says I wear the bikini and I'm off the hook. And let's face it, he's the boss that's serious, so why wouldn't I listen to him? Also have to think that maybe during the entire endeavor in the bikini, you got to finger yourself. <laughs> I will do that on the radio. Who will know? You got to get pegged on the radio by a Diamondback fan. Chris Russo will be, mark my words, instead of retiring, I will be pegged live on the air wearing a sexy bikini by a Diamondbacks fan. Also, you should do some sounding. And I will sound. <laughs> now you're cooking. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> cooking with Christopher Russo. Cooking with Christopher Russo, a new show on the Food Network, <laughs> where I take fans of the Diamondbacks, who I have definitely offended. So can you, you can never use the phrase, mark my words. Mark my again. words. I will no. never use those words again. <laughs> if Christopher Russo ever says, mark my words again, I will retire on the air. Or, or. Again? You gotta have Mark Grace come by. While you're in a bikini, getting sounded and pegged, Ooh. and you got to give moral sex. Deal. What? Mark my words. <laughs> Mark grace my words. I just feel like you're agreeing to things to get people to shut up. I think it's getting out of hand, Howard. Robin, nobody needs to hear from me right now. Russo's in a, he's in a pickle. We're going to get him out of this pickle. That's right. New York radio has gotten weirder and weirder every day. I love it. All I did was just say, I get a tattoo of Brady on my chest. <laughs> That's nothing. I'm going to get sounded and pegged in a bikini while blowing Mark Grace on the air. Because that will save my job. And that is what people do. They blow their way to the top. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I don't think you should do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't break out the stern too often. <laughs> I like it, though. Uh, what will Howard Stern have me do next? All right, you got a pogo stick naked all the way down Times Square. Wearing a Diamondbacks hat and screaming, I get hard only for Bob Brindley. <laughs> all right, where's that? Boing, boing, boing. I get hard for Bob Brindley. Make out with Beetlejuice. He's dead, Brady. But still, yes, I still, still like the still. idea. <laughs> Halloween will we'll resurrect. Christopher Russo <laughs> agrees to that. Christopher Russo will dig up Beetlejuice's dead little body. He got a French kiss it for five minutes. And a French kiss the dead Beetlejuice for five minutes. While watching the live performance of Beetlejuice with Representative Lauren Boebert. 
She's in trouble for that. Cause more trouble. Why would Stern get involved with Mad Dog's things? He should be the one that says, like, Howard Stern should be the one that says, uh, you got to do this. You think? Like, that's good radio. It seems even, that's, you know, people think that I'm, I'm, I haven't listened to Howard Stern in years because I'm kind of doing something while he's on, but back in the day when Howard wasn't Hampton's Howie, this is exactly what he recognized good ratings were. Mm Mm-hmm. The dude retires. It's like old Coke, new Coke. What's he going to do next? You got all eyeballs on you. I thought Russo made a huge, but to back out of it is. He's on. Uh, he was on with Stephen A. Smith a little while ago. Oh, God. Oh, God. Insufferable. This is a rough morning. Diamondbacks. Even though I did pick the Phillies to win myself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I didn't threaten to retire. How the ner- world how? thought they were going to lose. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> too. Hey, look at me. How nervous were you watching oh, the game? Oh, I was nervous. Were you stressed? Very nervous. I sure yeah. was. But remember, that was a radio thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no, necessarily no, no. a TV thing. No, thing. Mad oh, Dog transcends oh, no, radio. Think you Mad can say Dog things? is where Mad no, Dog is. No, it's radio. That was radio. No. You think you can say things on certain that, platforms and yes, we don't hear no. it and it doesn't radio, carry you, over? You're no. always talking about Mad Dog Radio. You no. know that's different than Uncle Stevie and Aunt Molly? No, no, no. The point that I'm trying to make. out like a bitch. Mad Dog Russo is in the studio with us now. It is exactly. Exactly right. It's happening right here. I'm telling you. I don't have Stephen H. Smith this thing. It's me. And Howard Stern. And we're talking about what I'm going to do next. <laughs> Preposterous. I can't believe you would do such a thing as go on the radio and Threaten? say that you're, that you're threatening. <laughs> you, you promised people that you was going to retire. Don't spit on me. Please. I don't need this from you, Stephen A. <laughs> I'll come back with a different name. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? K-U-K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. <laughs> I retire Christopher Russo. I will be Bad Dog. <laughs> bad Dog Christopher Russo. That's what I'll do from here on out. Mad Dog, I've retired it. It's a terrible drink for black people. Oh, watch it. That's preposterous. <laughs> what you just said is... Racist, egregious, and unbelievable. Take it from me, Stephen B. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I am bad dog, Christopher Russo. I think you two should have to make out together. Oh, that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And now you got to perform oral on him. All right. Pull her out there, Stephen A. I'm not as proud of my piece of deal as I should be. (laughs) Preposterous, egregious, and unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. Mad Dog made quite a claim, and the Diamondbacks stuffed it right in his throat. Is he on locally anywhere, Mad Dog? I don't, I don't think, think so. It's just serious it's just stuff. Serious. Unless yeah. he's on Dale Station, because they can't. <laughs> no one else. would know. <laughs> would anyone know? I think it would be a great idea if Mad Dog and Stephen A. Smith had a three-way with Mark That's Grace. Howard. Yeah, oh, thank you, Robin. You <laughs> <laughs> sounded a lot like her there. And right there in my house in the Hamptons, because I never come outside anymore. Brady, I want you right now to put a sheet on and cut holes out where the boobs are. Become a Bray booby. <laughs> I'll do it. Don't do it, Howard. And I want, I want, how about this? Christopher Mad Dog Russo has to perform uh, an act of a child on a mother on your bosom. Whoa. Until milk comes out. Exactly. Feed me, Brady, from the breast of you. From the Fountain of Brady. That's right. 
Rainey, I want you to let him suckle at your teat until <laughs> sustenance occurs. Ooh, it could take a while. It might take a while, but I'm a good sucker, Brady. I know that. I suck hard and I suck long. That's true. <laughs> um, that's enough of that. I'm lost in this kind of uh, thing. Sorry. I'm very excited about this. All I have to do is get a tattoo if they win. Uh, but, I don't know, we don't make those things. Let's go back, like, 2001 music, that's what we're talking about. And Brett has compiled a ton of them. Well, I worked at The Zone in 2001. The show started in 2001. One of the first things we ever dealt with was, uh, 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 this show's got some magic in it from 2001. We uh, Brady was the mascot there uh, with the Diamondbacks from 97? Ninety-six. When they first announced the team, and then yep. they started in 98. And then Brady was uh, the mascot, and you got to know a lot of the guys and stuff. So as the World Series was going on, your job as the producer of this show at the time, because it was just the two of us, and then the Eric was here, but he yeah. was the van guy. Uh, it was mainly just two, and you were like, I'll just call the people. And we got Luis Gonzalez on. We got uh, Jerry Colangelo on. I think we had yep. Brenly, manager yep. at the time. Brenneman. Uh, Brenneman was on. Yeah, we had a nice list of people that Brady knew at the Diamondbacks. And Jerry Colangelo was on this show. Uh, after game six, and I said, here you are, game seven, the team's, what, three years old? We'd have to try to find a clip of this. And I said, how do you want this to end? What's your dream scenario? Do you want a blowout? Do you want this to be a shot? And he goes, no, what I want is what everybody wants. Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. You know? That's right. Gonzalez comes up and just pokes a little one out there into the outfield, and we get it. And God damn it, if that didn't just happen. That uh, you know, it, it's it things and happen. I things forgot happen. I'm hanging out on, with Brent. Of course, the Italian guy knew exactly how the and game And the first guy <laughs> signed by the team scores a winning run. Was J. Bell the first signing? Yeah. Oh, okay. No kidding. I thought it was that free agent signing because they had to have a uh, draft first. So it had to be like Travis Lee, yeah. uh, Kareem Garcia. Those were their first yeah, big I thought, guys. I thought Travis Lee was the first draft. Yeah, and then the expansion draft of where they picked everybody up. Might have been Jay Bell off the Pirates. It's Jay probably. Bell and Matt Williams were the first two guys in. But that was expansion draft. Yeah. Because you got to pick off other teams. So he was probably the first guy chosen in the expansion draft. Although if Matt Williams was available, he might have got him. But he might have been the first one that signed papers. Either way, whatever the details are, Brady, it doesn't matter. Details, me tales, I say. And that game seven, which was funny, is uh, our buddy Studley got yeah. me a Fox limit. Uh, so I, I'm like, all right, I'll go there. Yeah, you just I didn't around. have a ticket. I had to broadcast a media laminate, pass. And so I knew how to get up into the uh, office area of the Diamondbacks, and I watched the last four series in Jerry's suite. You were in no the, one was in there. So amazing. That's and then went out on the field. And this is what I was doing prior to working here, which were songs from that. Now, what do you got for us first? Uh, Matchbox 24. Oh, another killer from 2001. Ugh. And this is when I was working at The Zone, and they kept saying, we're going to go after KUPD. And I'm like, really? And with the morning show we've got, they're yes. kind of twinky. And they said, uh, you play Alice in Chains in the afternoon, we'll play this in the morning. I think and then this started to sneak into my show. I think you're already gone. This was uh, I think I'm out of college, you think late I'm 20s, leaving. early 30-year-old girl I dream music in 2001. I think you're this match, this Rob Thomas was a... Slayer for about four years. Remember this? I thought 
this place was played at weddings and proms everywhere. You still play this at weddings? Nope. You don't? You're nope. not on your list? No. Nobody's ever asked for this. <laughs> well, because if you're gone, doesn't yeah, make exactly. sense, right? Yeah. Scooch it to the chorus. We should try. Oh, no, here it comes. I think I'm scared. I think too much. Every, every late 90s singer for, was so vulnerable. Bunch of pussies. Maybe it's time to come home. This was this was me in the zone studio. Just like I thought we were gonna go after KPD a little bit more because Pratt's old and they don't. All right, Did you guys do this one too. Oh no! Yes, hanging by a moment, Lifehouse. Oh, the you just triggered me. <laughs> Desperate for changing. <laughs> if you could find tapes of if you could find tapes of the zone, I used to sing along all the time, which is annoyingly. You hear me in the back. I'm falling even more in love with you. Some people would call and go, "Somebody's singing along." I don't know what you're hearing. <laughs> It made it entertain me. And sometimes I didn't know the words, and I just, my friend Colin and I would sing songs. We tried to harmonize, and neither of us could do it very well. It wasn't Elaine and Jerry, then, huh? <laughs> no. no. It was pretty hilarious. What else is in there from that? Uh, oh, my God. There's another zone one, I would yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Oh, Drops, Drops of Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> Christ. There is one song you're going to get to in this little mix that I'll tell a story with about how. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with Jupiter. Is somebody singing those songs that's pissing us off? Yeah, I got to do something in here that's fun. She acts like song and rocks like rain. Reminds me that there's a time to change. Yeah. Screw that tell you that none of this this KUPD thing almost happened because of that station right there. And if you hit the song that's guys said, no, that done. Did you guys do this one? 2001 was a tough year. Natalie and Julia? Close. Michelle Branch? Oh, is this a... Nelly? No. Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this was her second song that year. Oh, no, this is the big one. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. I wish we could have tapes like that. Did this at the Arizona Mills? Oh, really? Yeah, she came out and performed us. No shots fired. <laughs> you thought that was funny. Sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. You get to the one song and I'll Which tell you. It's, it's, you kick me another one. I bet you uh, find it. It was song of the year. Nope. Oh, this is by for fighting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Garbage. Jeez. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. Kill yourself. Life for fighting this out. We're out of rope and hold detail. <laughs> <laughs> Raise the prices on a rope. Oh. I'm just out to find. Yeah, this is, well, now you're building to when if you hit the song, I can tell the story. Oh, man. Because I got duped. I was so almost done with radio completely. 27 years old. And I was like, so, I got to get out of this. We got. Oh, oh, baby. 
Mayer's and stupid John Mayer song. We didn't really play this one. No? No. We did. I can't believe that. I would have figured. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Discover me. Huh? Is it the color one I'm thinking of? The color Not one. colored. Color. <laughs> Just because I said it doesn't play mean. It. Play what you're thinking. I don't I know what you're talking about. Hang on. I got to get up. What a great guitar player John Mayer ended up. Well, he was then. No, God, Tangerine no, Tangerine Speed. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought that's what you were talking about. No. No, he said it was it was song of the year. Tangerine Speedo was nearly the I'm end of my career. <laughs> the station, I, they swore this was going to define us. And I broke the CD every time they burned it. I didn't want it in the building. <laughs> you, were, you honestly work with people who think... Trip Reeb is a little to blame for this. Because in K-Rock... They were championing this song in a big way. Kevin Weatherly, the program director, called our program and said, if you guys are going to play anything, this is the Smash. song. And they pushed this so hard. And I, the afternoon guy at the station, every time they'd burn the CD, I'd break it. And they'd look, stop it. We won't even schedule it in your show. I'm like, if that's in the studio, I'm breaking it. And they, Kevin Mannion, one of my best friends, burned a hundred of them. And I stood and broke every one. He goes, you're going to get fired for this. And I'm like, fire me then. If this is the music we play, I don't want to work here. Now I kind of like it. Hated Ricardo there in the oh, middle with the bongos. Hated that. Song. Uh, this this has got to be it then. Right? <laughs> Not that. Tangent. That mamba speed. stuff. That this is music. it. Okay. So I got hired by the <laughs> hired by the station to come back in 2000. Midway through 2001, I realized everything they told me was a lie, and that was the commonality at the zone. The whole place was that way. So I'm driving to work one morning. I hated it there. I hated the morning guys. Hated them. They were awful, phony, horrible people. I was friends with Jeff Dill, and I was friends with my buddy Colin Boyd. And I was friends with the program director, Kevin Manny, who was pushing Tangerine Speedo down my throat. And he was torn because we were really good friends. And he ended up being really good friends with the morning guy, Dave Smiley, who was the still to this day the only person I'd go to jail for to punch if I had the chance. <laughs> he came into my house when Kevin died. I just squash this beef, you and I. I'm like, I don't have a beef with you. I don't care about you. I don't think about you. I just want to get it out of the way. And he took his shirt off. What? Trying to be funny. It was a, it was a, it was a wake for my friend's death. And he took his shirt off. I just want to make, I just try to make people laugh. I don't need this. Go away. And then he goes, you want to fight or something? And I said, I swear to God, you say that again, and you're gonna be laying down. <laughs> really? Yes. And then Kevin's sister came in and said, he's gonna kill you, Dave. <laughs> just leave him alone. And then he said, let's, let's do one slap each. And he gave me the biggest pansy slap I've ever felt in my life. And I laid one on him. And he just, we were done. So, that guy, and I, I drive to work. I get to the flyover from the 60 to the 10 on my way down to 840 North Central Avenue. And I was crying. This song came on. And for some reason spoke to me. You got to get out of it. This song literally changed my entire life. I was I quit a week later after crying in the car, and I had just talked to KUPD for the first time, and I didn't have the job, and I wasn't sure I was going to get it. I didn't even know if Dave Pratt was going to leave, and I said, I just got to get out of this. This song made me weep because I was so unhappy. You were like, Brady's gone. <laughs> yeah, you had already quit. I'm like, things just aren't the same. Where's he going? I don't know. 
and and then I got pegged by a Diamondback. Yeah, this song I hear it now and it still gets me. It's such a weird life pivot for me. Boo, boo, this one. yuck. Sugar Ray. Yeah. I always thought he sounded like Elmer Fudd. When it's over, <laughs> that's the time I fall in love again. It's Elmer Fudd. And when it's over, that's the time you're in my heart again. This is a kind of a cool little And when you go, go. I guess uh, Shane Orlando sounds a little like Elmer, too. <laughs> We'll fix your car. Don't worry about it. Anyway, 2001. Memories of. And then something else happened in 2001. I can't quite. What was that? It was like a big event. Yeah. It all runs together. It all starts to bleed together. Weird. Ugh. That was like zone day. Nelly. An hour. Yeah, I, was, I, quit, I quit thinking I'll never work in radio. I'm done with this. Hey, must, must be the money. money! And that kind of brought me back. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of made me, you know what, maybe I'll do radio again. <laughs> hey, hey, and the great Chuck Arteague called, they got a bunch of pinheads running that zone station. Come work with me. <laughs> Will you leave me alone? I have no interest in you whatsoever, you f- idiot. That was my job interview. I just want you to do a good job. That's did, all. Did you guys do this one? Oh, that's long intro. Hang on. Dido. Oh, Dido. <laughs> we kind of strayed from this. On the yeah, we kind of strayed away from this. Really? Yeah. That's we how uh, the, trying the, to the be phone a little bomb, but it was after. It was it, early no, on. It was early. This song wasn't 2001. That's what it says on the list. I don't know. I think the Eminem. The signed off yeah, this song. Years ago. Yeah. Year, I'm sorry, years earlier. My yeah, that's an older than 2001. Might have been a hit again because of it Eminem. Come back, yeah. When Eminem did Eminem Stan or whatever. Yeah, because I bet you that's why it became a, a hit. Yeah, I'd probably want to research it once. Yeah, that had to be because I didn't know about this song except for Bone Mama, our midday girl signed off. Thank you. Good part of my day. Okay, bye bye. Boon, 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 boon. Boon, 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 boon. Hey, everyone, I'm the Boon Mama. Boon, boon. Boon, 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 boon. That was my impression of her, and she hated it. Hey, I'm the Boon 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 Boon. You say your name a lot. Boon Boon Boon. Oh, it's a, a language. Boon 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 Boon. You must not have got him. Well, that had to be 2001. Yeah. Because I watched him do this at the Grammys with Elton John. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, Eminem, wash your mouth. Clean it up. Anyway. Oops, he's still going. Uh, anyway. All the songs we play this morning from 2001. It's been a fun morning. Diamondbacks. Making us all kind of feel like we're hungover and we're not really sure we drank. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's crazy. It's just flat crazy. And uh, Christopher Russo, look, if I've got to do this, I- I'm giving up just as much as he did. He's given up a job. He'll get another job. I'm giving up my life passion for the Cubs as my promise about them uh, going to the World Series back in May. And people said, oh, you called it. I didn't call it. I called nothing. I was making fun of the fact that anybody even thought it was possible. This is this might be, in my 51 years of living, the most impossible sports thing other than Buster Douglas. And then, hindsight, you look back at Buster Douglas and say, that makes sense. Mike Tyson was a mess. Oh, he was a mess. 
But now you're not. You never saw this Diamondbacks lineup. You still don't. They've got Saul Frank got on the team two weeks before the end of the year. He's pitched ten games in his life, and eight of them are playoff games. He was on the mound last night. Didn't do great, but he was on the mound last night. Anyway, sorry. I'm very odd. It's just an odd morning. Love it, though. Russo, the baby. Sorry, I've gone on and on. Uh, we got a rock horse coming up a little bit. I wonder if there'll be a tough. We should we, we avoid the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah avoid easy. the Diamondbacks. It's too easy. Maybe Song of 2001. Got a whole bunch of them. 98 KUP. Diamondbacks in the World Series. Still can't believe it. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUP.